0: to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're glad that you've joined us today. We believe that women are healthiest when they consider all aspects of themselves. So who surrounds you and how are you encouraged? Women communicate in unique ways and we can celebrate our various approaches and provoke fresh thoughts that you may have once considered but forgotten. What are you holding back from and why? And if not today, then when? We hope to bring you ideas and thoughts that help you To thrive. And that's what we're going to bring you today. We have a wonderful guest joining us today, and we're going to talk about a subject near and dear to all of us, and that is sleep, and most importantly, restorative sleep. And our guest today is Pamela Stokes Eggleston, she's the founder of Yoga to Sleep. And not only will she talk to us about sleep hygiene and yoga practices to help better sleep, but she'll talk about sleep in general and why it's so important. So Pam, welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me, Linda. I'm looking forward to our discussion.
0: I know. I love
1: this format. And it's just you
0: and I, and we will chat back and forth like we're having a cup of coffee together. And sleep is rather important.
1: Yes, yes. I think um, I I'm, I love this subject and this topic as you know um, because it's it's just really important and prevalent in today's society. So I'm just excited that you've opened up the space to be able to have these discussions about wellness and sleep and
0: well, know, it's fatigue. important. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. people think of wellness and they think about going to the gym. They yeah. think about eating more greens. Right. Um, they don't think about, you know, what makes them happy, what makes them have energy. And I do know that sleep, when you get a, the right amount of restorative sleep, you feel so much better able to manage whatever comes your way. And let's face it, women are faced with a lot of challenges day in and day out. So Absolutely. talk to me about how you began yoga to sleep and why the whole practices surrounding sleep, I'll, I'll call them the rituals, are so very important. And specifically, let's focus on after 40. So when your body is changing, your home, hormones may change, your children may be off somewhere, you might have more time to focus on yourself, but you find it difficult to sleep.
1: Sure. I've I- came to develop and create uh, Yoga to Sleep because I am a recovering insomniac and I you know, say that with a kind of lightheartedness where I'm still suffering from some of the effects of sleep deprivation in myself. So it's always a work in progress for me, but I love what I'm doing in this space. And I I think that it's really um, important. Uh, so I created Yoga to Sleep. Uh, my tagline is getting better sleep for the best life. And we use yoga tools, meditation techniques to help people get sound sleep. So I believe through my my um, journey with uh, insomnia, a uh, love-hate relationship, um, because <laughs> Definitely. it's actually made me more aware. Honestly, I do. And people can say, well, how can you love this insomnia? But it made me become more self-aware. And as you know, Linda, self-awareness is one of the key components to self-care, right? Oh, yeah. So- and- and- it's it's, it's it's critical to know these. Well, I, I think also
0: almost have come, because society tells you, to expect that, well, I'm getting older, so now I won't sleep better, and, and I'm under a lot of stress, so mm-hmm. that's the reason, or I'm worried about something specifically, but, you know, there isn't a set amount of sleep for everybody, but what are the ranges as you go from, say, adolescence to 60s and 70s?
1: Well, the ranges are interesting, and uh, there's a lot of great research on it, um, but it's amazing that when teenagers are always sleeping, and they get up at like 10 and 11, and I remember Mm -hmm. doing that, it's because they need more sleep, because their brains are developing at at really a rapid pace, and they're becoming adults, and then there's, so they still have this kind of Childlike brain, but then their bodies Mm -hmm. are growing ahead of it. And so there's all this catching up to their brain and bodies are doing. So you really, that's fatigue on, on all of that, right. In terms Mm -hmm. of body, mind and spirit. And so teenagers need a lot more sleep than probably the standard, uh, seven hours. So if they get eight, nine, 10 hours, that's what they need. As we get older, um, adults need generally, uh, seven to eight hours of sleep, uh, into the sixties. Um, as we age and as we become seniors, we need more sleep. And what happens in this society is we become adults. We end up getting less sleep, less, less and less and less and less and we try to uh compensate by catching up on sleep with naps which we'll talk to about in a minute right. about how you can have good naps and then you can have naps that aren't so good um but you know not really focusing on quality sleep once we fall asleep so a Isn't lot of that times the that's truth the, yeah you know, i, I yeah.
0: looked up a fact prior to the show and it said that in the 1960s and 70s Adults over forty were averaging between eight and eight and a half hours of sleep. Absolutely. Yeah. And now it's like seven to seven and a half. And I, I have to believe some of that is based on the fast pace. Some of it's based on being online all the time. Um, and and this multitasking is a myth thing. Is right. is part of it? But I thought that was interesting because I had always heard, well, when you get older, you you need less sleep. And right. The, opposite is really true talk to us about the the rem the rapid eye movement sleep and what that means and then the deeper stages of sleep
1: well there are four stages of sleep and you and a lot of people uh don't get that restorative or rem rapid eye movement sleep which is that deep you know, de- data a uh, theta, I'm sorry, sleep that you need of the mm-hmm. other stages. So it's really important to get that and get at least, you know, enough of that per night, uh, every night actually, so that you feel rested when you get up in the morning. And what happens is a lot of people don't drop into that for several reasons. I mean, th- there are myriad reasons. Uh, some of them are, um, and I'm guilty, you know, we're all guilty of having blue light in the room. And blue light meaning, you know, you still have your cell phone in the room, you s- fall asleep with a TV on, you fall, you know, you have your laptop in the room. Uh, you know, you have some disruptions that come in throughout the night, where it be a pet, you know, pet jumping on the bed. So there's a lot of reasons why mm-hmm. you may not get enough of this of this REM uh, sleep. But you your body kind of goes into this kind of... Uh, Um, state where you're just really so deep in it that it's hard to wake up out of it. Even with, even with all these, you know, like a pet jumping on the bed, but that it's, you have to, it takes time to get your body down to that. So you have to be in a rested, relaxed state to get to that point. It is funny. I I found um, one thing that I had read. I
0: thought, okay, you know, sleep is coming as a challenge this is during mm-hmm. a period of time in my life and they said cover the clock and mm-hmm. it works mm-hmm. because you can't help but look at the clock and you don't have you noticed when people talk to each other they don't say oh my goodness I woke up around I woke up at three eighteen this morning no, you've got most of us digital clocks in the room, and, yeah. and you wake up knowing light, exactly. With blue right, light. <laughs> right, with blue yeah. light. And then you do the calculation. Oh, I only have X many hours until I have yeah. to get up. Yeah. So you can't help yourself from doing the calculation. But if you found that that helps you, I know it helped me.
1: Well, actually, I have a clock that mm-hmm. is one of those iPhone clocks, but that you can click, you can dim the um, the light. Uh So I just dim it till I can't see the time anymore. So I have like three levels of dimming on the clock. So I don't know, you know, but that, and it's not, it's not that new of a clock and I just hit it so that I don't even see the time. So I wake up in the middle of the night. I'm one of those people that wake up to go to the bathroom, but you can wait, but I need to be able to get back in bed and go right back to sleep, which I can do. Um, right, if I have that clock, if that light is on on that clock, then I'm in trouble. A lot of us have right. cable boxes too, where they're fake first of all, TV's in the bedroom is a whole nother conversation, but you know,
0: I have never fine. had a TV in the bedroom.
1: Oh, well you are um
0: i have, I read a long time ago is it I think it's pretty darn rare i I think it's pretty darn rare, but it's yeah. it's a good habit because it leaves the bedroom for sleeping or relaxation so it. it's kind of interesting and I'm, I'm grateful I finally have one good habit to counterbalance some of the bad ones um, but talk about how the 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 non-REM sleep where your body is actually paralyzed and and it it restores itself it's important to get deep sleep as well as REM sleep.
1: Well, all of the sleep. Yeah. I mean, you want to go through all the four stages and and you don't stay at one each stage once. There's a Mm -hmm. there's a series of of um, processes through each of the four stages several times throughout the evening. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what what we need to understand. Uh, The deep sleep comes when you start when you have rituals that you begin to implement where you come into your house, you have dinner and then you start slowly that evening Mm -hmm. uh, kind of. Uh, drawing down, right? Kind mm-hmm. of saying, okay, what's going to make me relax? What's going to make me, uh, my body uh, get, you know, kind of comfortable and relaxed. And, and then, you know, uh, how, how can I um, cultivate that uh, on a regular basis? Um, and, and so that's where it's really critical to, you know, after don't eat, for instance, I don't believe in eating like two to three hours before you're going to bed. I mean, because your body is digesting and it takes what energy to digest Mm -hmm. food and and that kind of thing. I think you can have a small cup of tea, maybe an hour before you go to bed, maybe some chamomile, but I also think, you know, whatever is going to make you relax, maybe reading a book, Um, but not being on the computer so much. And if you have to do that, get some uh, blue light uh, um, software on your computer or phone. I know somebody was telling me the other day that iPhone seven has this, Uh, new feature where, you know, iPhone six has it. If you do the upgrade, okay. it's called bedtime bedtime. Right. So it, you know, you need to start using some of these tools. If you have to be on your laptop, if you have to, you know, have your phone on um, where, you know, it'll trick your, your, your mind into thinking you're going to sleep. And this is all about circadian rhythms, Mm -hmm. uh, going down when the sun comes, you know, goes down, waking up when the sun comes up, that kind of thing. So. I love it because those were what the,
0: you know, our ancestors did. They rose with the sun, they slept with the sun, they worked hard all day, Mm -hmm. and they went to sleep at the right time and and got the rest that they needed. I love it. I love it. So you are listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We're visiting with Pamela Stowe Eggleston today. We're talking about sleep, how to find better ways to sleep, how to plan to get better sleep, how to get better sleep and why it will make such a difference in how you feel and how you're able to tackle the challenges that come along each day. We'll have a few short messages and then we'll be right back to talk to you further. You're listening to Wise Health for Women Radio, helping women thrive. We're Wise Health for Women Radio and we'll return after these short messages.
2: Have you heard...
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
4: Even though we know that there's no magic pill or magic diet to help us lose weight, it's amazing how many people are still searching and hoping to find it. I tell my clients to revisit what has worked for them in the past. As long as it was healthy and sensible, refer back to what has worked for you previously. Sometimes people don't want to hear that. They want something new or different. But many times a new program is not the answer. If you have had success before in losing weight or being tight and firm in your workout, my recommendation is go back to that. Revisit your past success. Refer back to an old food diary when you lost weight. Follow that program and see your success return. If it worked before, chances are it will work again. Find the most sensible, doable weight loss plan and stick to it. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health Women Radio. We're continuing our discussion about sleep with Pamela Stokes Eggleston. Pam, I want to go back to something that you talked about in the first segment, and that was that um, finding ways to calm, to plan for uh, the evening, and to to very consciously and intentionally slow your body down and acknowledge to it and to yourself that You know, you're looking forward to a good night's sleep tonight, and these are the steps you're going to take. Mm -hmm. I smiled because the way you put it was so nice, calming, um, getting ready for sleep and all of that, as opposed to the dreaded words that women seem to push back from, which is the self-care, where -hmm. the eyes roll back in the head and somebody says, I don't have time for that. You do have time to calm yourself and to get better sleep, especially when you know how much better you will feel when you have that. Does that does that make sense? That people don't fight it as much if
1: you don't call people, it self care. Yeah, if you if you don't call it yeah, I don't I don't know. You said eye roll in the back of the head. I think sometimes there's side eye too. There's side eye. Side eye. <laughs> okay, because I, because, okay. because it's like if you knew what some of the positive effects of um getting sound sleep were, especially for women over 40, right? And you were already dealing with what menopause, maybe some hormonal shifts and changes, right? If yes. you knew that you could thwart premature aging, if you could minimize those dark under-eye circles, the dehydration, the breakdown of collagen, the weight gain, the cortisol stress hormone levels, if you could get, if you could kind of squash that, And, and get what I like to call too beauty sleep, Mm -hmm. beauty sleep. And there's a reason why people say that because with beauty sleep, you have increased collagen development, right? You cut down your body with sleep is burning calories. So that's going to help you control your weight. Your complexion looks better. You're not as, as dehydrated. You have increased immunity, decreased inflammation, the dreaded inflammation, right? Right. Right? So all of this is is helping you you know pretty much take care of yourself. So if you don't see that as if if you don't want to use the word self-care, this is something that your body needs. There's a reason why we go to sleep and wake up every day. Everyone has to do that. Um on I some level laugh. you know you're you're right and I know temperature
0: plays a role mm-hmm. as well and I had A dad who he was hilarious he would say we none of us could have electric blankets because this way we burned more calories the funny part is he was right Mm -hmm. when you're heating your body to the temperature that is comfortable for you it's helpful and not to say that electric blankets or, or warming things at your feet aren't good because if that's what helps you to sleep by all means do it right but I but I laugh you know you go back quite a few years couple decades and you know he was making sense even when I of course did not think he made sense is there any um, better position to sleep in than another that gives you more restorative sleep
1: I you know I have seen a little bit of research on that I think that's up to the individual because I know That, uh, for me and for some of my, um, colleagues and even some of my clients they are belly sleepers. So we sleep Mm. on our, you know, and a lot of people like, there's no way I can do that. I do it when I can tell when I'm really exhausted, I'm actually sleeping on my, on my, on my belly. Mm. Um, I don't stay there too long but I kind of sleep there. So some people are side sleepers. A lot of people are side sleepers. They have a particular side that they want to sleep on. Some people that are dealing with sleep apnea where they're snoring right. and they're waking themselves up, start off um, on their backs. Um, and then that's because, so that allows the tongue and everything to kind of
5: fall
4: back,
1: uh, fall back and they're so that you get to sleep apnea and you get the snoring. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes you can be on the side and alleviate some of that. But if you tend to sleep on your back, you may have to look into um
2: getting C-Pap. that
1: strip or CPAP or something that's strip over the nose. I don't even know if that strip over the nose actually works, but I know a lot of people that actually have the CPAP machine. So they, But isn't it on-
0: so it's so interesting though that there's so many people with CPAP machines. Now part yes. of that yes. is because there's an overweight problem in this country. And part of that comes from that. Not everything is from that, but it comes from that. And the only way you can really find out if you need help there is to
1: participate in a sleep study. I think so. But I I find it interesting that there is, I mean, you and I both, Linda, I could probably rattle off five people um, that are using CPAPs and maybe three or four more that are thinking about using it. And part of it definitely is the weight issue. But the Mm -hmm. other part is I'm thinking some of these people don't really have weight issues. So there's something I think it's an sorry. exhaustion there's just exhaustion to the point well,
0: of <laughs> it's also partly um, those I know have asthma and respiratory yes. problems yes and so unless you can prop yourself in a certain way they mm-hmm. have difficulty too so there are multiple reasons why
2: mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm. sleep apnea occurs which is why I said that most people I know discovered it through a sleep study and yeah. and yeah. then you then you get the um, position where you know, they'll tell you exactly what's wrong. Now, we've talked about setting yourself up for a good night's sleep. Talk a little bit about sleep hygiene and what things you recommend.
1: Sleep hygiene. So I recommend having, just to start off, there's so many different things, Linda, but just to start off, having your bedroom be a sanctuary. So if there is a lot of chaos Um, junk clothes thrown in the corner Um, if you don't make your bed up every day, like, let's go back to old school, where we used to make up our bed every day. I still do. And I still do. I mean, (laughs) so when you come home from work, or you, you know, you're tired from a day, and you walk into your room, plus, it just makes your room look like you actually cleaned it. I mean, honestly, even if you have a couple of clothes thrown in the corner, then it's refreshing. My bed's made up. It's like you get into a fresh bed every day. This, this is all these are all tiny things that you can do. But they're psychological, and they do help. Um, because they help with 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 how you're thinking about sleep so creating a sleep inducing a sleep supportive environment in your bedroom is really um, critical and also creating and establishing and I talked about this a little bit earlier a soothing pre-sleep ritual or routine Mm -hmm. uh, before you go to bed if you know you like Um, for instance, aromatherapy, like I love aromatherapy, Mm -hmm. anything having to do with it. I have a diffuser in my room and in the winter time, it's nice too, because you get a little mist, a humidity in the air that you need with the air being dry. I'll add a couple of drops of lavender chamomile to that and have that blowing in the room like two hours before I'm even planning on really going to sleep just to get the room in a space of, Oh, look at this, this smell. It's just calming. It's soothing. The, there's a nice level of humidity in the air so just setting the tone to get some some good sleep and again blue light um i know this is a hard one for people to say turn the tv off i mean i'm guilty <laughs> myself you know <laughs> but you ha if you're if you're really struggling with sleep you really need to think about moving that tv out of the room or turning that tv off turning it off. Or if you have to have it on, set the TV. All these flat screen TVs that everyone has, they have timers. You can set them to go off. If you fall asleep, just have the timer set so they go off. You know, they'll turn off in 20 minutes or half an hour after you go to sleep. So, you know, I'm looking at this as, as, you know, what steps can you take big or small right now um, that you can do? Um,
0: You know, it's funny. I I went online in search of glasses that would allow me to read off my iPad at night because I always read before I go to sleep mm-hmm. and they're yellow lens glasses and it yeah. has made the world of difference mm-hmm. because it it really it's not a big deal to do and so you you aren't getting that blue light thing so that might be another suggestion for people who have to watch the television um, yeah yeah before they go to sleep because it, it does work I'm I, I say it works so I, I love that. Now, there are some people who fall asleep at the drop of a hat. Falling asleep is not a difficulty. What about staying asleep? And we're not going to have time to cover this all before the breaks. So we'll continue it after, but we can start.
1: Right. It's, it's, it's really, yeah. It, staying asleep involves uh, creating um, and um, integrating some lifestyle tips on the front end. Uh, basic stuff that you and I know, like, don't drink coffee at five o'clock in the afternoon or <laughs> evening. I'm sorry,
0: I or, can't have uh, it after
1: eleven in the morning. Right, I have to stop. You know, caffeine. If you drink, if you're a coke drinker, people don't realize if you're if alcohol will put you out, but it may not keep you to sleep. Right. You know, I mean, these people want to use some of these things. Um, nicotine can affect any uh, any level of sleep, whether you're trying to go to sleep or even staying asleep. Um, other chemicals can affect staying asleep. I think if you fall asleep with blue light, and this happens, uh, um, to a lot of people they well, I need the TV to fall asleep, right? We hear, you know, some wounded warriors actually in in our space talking mm-hmm. about that, but they can't stay asleep, you know, it's, right. it's you know, just looking at how, how these things manifest. And yeah, after the break, I have a couple of more tips I'd like to mention, because I think it's important to. Try to figure out maybe one thing that will work for you. And I think if you can
0: figure it out, even if you are are learning a new habit and it may take mm-hmm. some time, yeah. it's really well worth it because even the most recalcitrant, can't stay asleep the whole night person can learn and i speak that from experience mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm delighted we're talking about that because i think that is often a really worrisome problem and then you start to fret and then you start to dread going to sleep because you'll wake up and then you have to fall asleep again and it's a vicious little cycle there so we are listening to wise health for women radio with pamela stokes eggleston talking about sleep and we have a short break and we'll be back after these short messages We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
3: It's you
5: Did you hear about the sweet tooth black bear who broke into a Southwest Florida home and gobbled up the family's Easter candy? Homeowners called 911 when they discovered a Gabber Lunsey black bear in their home, helping himself to the Easter basket. Gabberlunzi is another word for a beggar. As they listened to the slobber chops of the 400-pound bear eating chocolate bunnies, they pondered on how to get him out of their house. They finally opened a big window and banged pots and pans together, which startled the bear and he lumbered off into the woods. In all the slamp, pamper confusion, the family feared the bear had eaten one of their cats. But they were found to be safe, hiding on top of the kitchen cabinets. It's Words You Never Heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and Words You Never Heard has been brought to you by the Bariatric Surgery
4: Center of Dallas.
3: It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond.
4: Even though we know that there's no magic pill or magic diet to help us lose weight, It's amazing how many people are still searching and hoping to find it. I tell my clients to revisit what has worked for them in the past. As long as it was healthy and sensible, refer back to what has worked for you previously. Sometimes people don't wanna hear that. They want something new or different. But many times a new program is not the answer. If you have had success before in losing weight or being tight and firm in your workout, my recommendation is go back to that. Revisit your past success. Refer back to an old food diary when you lost weight. Follow that program and see your success return. If it worked before, chances are it will work again. Find the most sensible, doable weight loss plan and stick to it. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond.
0: Women Radio. We're continuing our discussion on sleep. And before the break, we were talking about how some of us can fall asleep but can't stay asleep. And Pam was telling us some tips and tricks to make that easier and smoother transition. So Pam, you continue?
1: Yes. So one of the the key things that I don't believe I mentioned earlier is to be hydrated Mm. before you go to bed. And I don't mean drink the majority of your daily water quotient right before you go to bed because that oh, won't work be either. Again. Right, and you'll be up again. <laughs> do, throughout the day, let me tell you what I do. When I get up, I drink probably about 16 ounces of water. I have a water bottle right at my bed. So before I barely get up, I'm drinking water. I'm doing that throughout the day as well so that I don't have to drink so much uh, before, right before I get go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, hydration is really critical because it helps you tap into that parasympathetic, that rest and digest. It helps with digestion throughout the day so that your body isn't working overtime when you're supposed to be sleeping in that space, right? So yes. being balancing your fluid intake, um, and really that should be water. Um, it shouldn't really be Cokes. It shouldn't be anything caffeinated. Um, and also I'd like to mention that if you're a heavy eater, um, if you eat like your heaviest meal at dinner, um, I, I remember this one thing that my um, acupuncturist gave me, eat breakfast like a king, lunch like a prince, and dinner like a pauper. hmm So that means that you have the light meals in the evening, lighten up on them, maybe just have a salad. And I know this is hard for a lot of people. Um, I actually eat my heaviest meal at lunch. Um, I'm doing the Ayurveda way, but (laughs) uh, Uh, I I call it the French way. Minus the the wine, okay, right. right. (laughs) Minus (laughs) the wine, right? (laughs) I would drink wine if I could. We would have
0: very fun radio shows. Right.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so those types of things, just making these small steps and small changes.
0: You know, one one point I'll add to that is that I had a doctor tell me once that drinking even eight ounces of water first thing in the morning, but 16 is even better, starts Mm -hmm. your metabolism. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's pretty amazing to think that just drinking water before you put a bite of anything to eat in your mouth during the day gets your metabolism going. And obviously, as you keep your body moving, going, energized, hydrated, that helps you overall. Mm-hmm. And then talk to us about the fact that even if you eat all the right things and you're exercising, why sleep is so critical?
1: Sleep is critical because our bodies need to regenerate. We need to, we are changing, ebbing, and flowing. And there's some research that said our body is completely different, like every seven years, that we're mostly, uh, what is it, 80% water. So we're we're, this is all about the flow and the fluidity of what our bodies are made of. We need to understand that we are changing. We need to understand how, Certain chemicals and certain hormones uh, affect us. For instance, cortisol. We've all heard about that, right? The stress hormone. Stress hormone, right. We want to really look at how to, we can decrease cortisol and how we can increase DHA. So, the vitality hormone is DHA. And that can go down, I mean, that can go down when we, our cortisol is increased, when we're not getting enough rest, when we feel irritable, when we get sick more often, that cortisol is a high, um, at a high level, and therefore our stress is higher because it's the stress hormone. Um, So I think when we look at those types of things, uh, you know, we can, we can begin to affect change. Great
0: suggestions, all of them. Let's move to older people who may have some aging issues that make it difficult to sleep. So a a bad hip, a sports injury, um, heart difficulties. And I, again, preparing for this show, I read about something called advanced sleep phase syndrome, where it means to fight the fact that some of these other things are interfering with sleep. They go to bed earlier, they wake up earlier, um, their sleeping becomes really unregulated and loose. They make wake up more often, and they start to really worry about not getting enough sleep, which is a very vicious cycle to get into. Mm-hmm. So if you are dealing with some of those issues, do all of the tips that you've offered so far also help those?
1: I think so. I think also, um, and I will suggest that if you're really dealing with uh, um chronic insomnia that you go see someone you go Mm -hmm. see a doctor physician um, that you actually may need medication Um, I did a workshop this Saturday where people were like I don't want to be on medication I'm taking you know, melatonin, which is a natural, um, hormone, you know, that they're trying to find natural ways to alleviate, uh, uh, their sleep deprivation. But if you're anxious or as a lot of older adults are finding they're depressed, and if you're depressed, it's either you're getting too much sleep or you're getting, you're not getting enough sleep. Uh, insomnia loves depression insomnia. Oh yes. You know, it's just kind of like, it's, it just kind of draws to that. And, if you're worried about not sleeping, it's, it's like you said, a cyclical, it's mm-hmm. it's a, it's a never ending effect. Also, if you're women and you're dealing with menopause and you're having those personal summers, you, you know, that's affecting Personal summers. Oh, is personal that like summers. when you change your clothes
0: three times all night? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If personal you're going through, summers.
1: You're going through uh, yeah, some of those things. And uh, so I think what you, What you need to do is just be well-informed to begin with. If you're going to see someone about uh, this and you're you're not one of these people that's like, okay, well, I'm not going to – I'm going to make these changes or I'm going to decide, uh, because I think this is also uh, critical, Linda, that if you have been an insomniac for months and that becomes your – I'll say your personal story, Mm -hmm. where that's your kind of – almost not badge of honor but oh no no i've been an insomniac for this long um oh, so dear. i know what it's about um to try to take the blinders off because if you've tried everything quote unquote and you're still dealing with insomnia then you haven't tried everything there's so much stuff out there there's right you know we know that one third of us in this nation are sleep deprived and in the U.S. alone, we lose $63 billion worth of productivity every year due to sleep debt. This is a really it's
3: serious, a problem. serious right.
1: problem. So it is, it, you have to look at this like, what can I do for myself, I mean, I'm empowering myself to sleep better? And that is going to be different than the next person who has sleep deprivation or for myself or my issues with sleep deprivation or your issues, it's going to be different. I may have to pull back on the alcohol I drink at night. I may have to not, I may have to exercise earlier because a lot of people, Oh, why well, exercise? I'm doing all the quote unquote, right things. I'm eating the quote unquote, right foods. If you're exercising at six o'clock in the evening, you may have to push that up. You have to look at what can I, everything that you're doing in your life, how can I change these things? And how can I, um, you know, be a little bit more malleable and open to the experience, that's, that's, you know, what I can tell you. Well, it's funny because
0: um, I had read something and I tried it and it worked beautifully. When you are um, under great stress and you're sleep broken for whatever reason, you, you sometimes think, I'm just going to go to bed earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, when you do, you wake up earlier too. And then if mm-hmm. you happen to still wake up again, it, it doesn't work. So one thing that they suggested was, um, first of all, get outside each day. Some bright light therapy. Vitamin or light, D. Yep, vitamin, vitamin D. D. Vitamin which has, D. Which is a deficiency in many women. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And you can do those light boxes, which are yeah. very affordable these days. There's like $20 uh, oh, wow. to do a light box these days. Yeah. Um, but they also said if you're, If you're feeling exhausted at 8.30 and wide awake at 11, go out for a walk. Mm -hmm. Take the dog out. Walk around the block. If you can't do that, then do a couple of rows of – get your heart rate really elevated. And here's your cue to bring in – Yoga,
1: <laughs> and I was going to say, or you do some slow meditative, perhaps Yin yoga, or you know meditative yoga postures before you go to sleep. So I know that when I'm having a particularly busy day, that I'll just come right in and and do a few yoga postures, um, and just very restorative, uh, kind of uh, poses of yoga, um, to help me relax and 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 get some you know, a little bit more calm. and.
0: But the funny thing is, it was saying that by doing that, so say you're in this stress stage, you're exhausted at 8.30, by doing these exercises and things, you are calming, yes, but your movement is also helping you to push your internal clock forward a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use it to help time when, your natural, if you want to call it that, time to go to sleep. I, I've always heard that the natural time to sleep is when, if you're on vacation and you took your watch off, it's when you go to sleep and when you wake up, and that's hard for people to do. What have you? What would you say?
1: Well, I know for me, it, it's definitely hard. I try to do it, and it's hard because we're working 12-hour days when the sun comes up and when the sun goes down. I try to, I try to do that because that's what we used to do. And you know, and going to bed at the same time. Even mm-hmm. you know, even if you're tired, try to stay up a little and then, you know, you wanna even on the weekends when we wanna right. sleep in, you know, going to bed at the same time. Um, making a habit of that is, is also really important. A lot of times people can't do that as well. So it's it's again, it's about what one thing can you do, what, what one takeaway? can you do to at least get you to a little bit more better sleep? And then you can start to see the shift and changes in other areas of of your life where you could look at and say, maybe I should make an adjustment on how I'm working out um, at 6 p.m. or what type of yoga. Right, I'm doing. A lot of people like to well, I'm doing power yoga, but you can't do that at nine <laughs> o'clock. You know, no, you have really to hot <laughs> yoga, the one where you sweat to death. Yeah. And and that might work for some people. They might go to sleep, but they might not stay to sleep. So, you know, this right. is about moving the muscle in a very nice, slow, open, gentle way so that you can have really good restful sleep. Um, I love it. I love it. And I think what you're also
0: talking about, and we're coming up on our last break, but we'll talk about it after the break, is that there are small steps you take. And if that doesn't work, you try other small steps. But they Mm -hmm. do add up and you are able to change your habits, if you will, um, the way you go about things, the steps in your day. And small changes can add up. And isn't it less expensive and more enjoyable to make small changes in your behavior as opposed to buying meds absolutely you know it seems like it really makes it a lot more comfortable so we're going to go on our last break you're listening to wise health for women radio helping women thrive and we have a short break and we'll be back after these short messages We're Wise Health for Women Radio, and we'll return after these short messages.
3: It's never heard.
5: Recently, during a football game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams, a spectator decided to run out onto the field. Game announcer Kevin Harlan treated the event like any other down and started calling the play-by-play as the Ken Speckled fan ran wildly up and down the field with security trying to tackle him. But people aren't the only ones, causing high tantrabogus interruptions of professional sports matches. In Queensland, Australia, an adorable koala ran onto the field in the middle of a soccer match. But when a 4-year-old took a wrong turn during a Legends charity football game and found himself on the field, without missing a beat, the players tossed the ball to the kid and let him run the length of the field for a score. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too
4: Funny for Words.
3: Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem, you can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to to create your amazing life. Gain a fresh perspective on how to redefine, reinvent, and rebuild your life. Join Geraldine Tegelove live every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the TogiNet Radio Network.
0: Welcome back to Wise Health for Women. We're talking about sleep. And before the break, Pam, we were talking about some of the small steps that people can take. So, so far, we've mentioned hydration. Make sure that you're hydrated. Um, Minimize the blue light in the room. Perhaps aromatherapy with a scent that really makes you relax and, and melt, if you will. And these small steps really add up. I've been reading a lot lately about musical tones that in studies have been known to slow down the brain waves, which allows you to, again, naturally start to fall asleep, all small steps that add up. Mm -hmm. Are there other things or would you like to reply on any of those?
1: Well, the theta waves and, and, and those kind of binaural beats that people use right. for to get to sleep and actually to meditate um, can be helpful in decreasing our sympathetic activity and increasing parasympathetic rest and digest activity. Um, okay. So, yeah, that those that can be useful and those two tones are very um uh, useful to some people. Some folks they don't work for, but but you know again, this is where we 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 try to find what works best for us in our bodies, uh, minds, and spirits, right? So I think even with tools like yoga and meditation, um, or some guided styles of meditation like um, yoga nidra, which is uh, technically nidra is Sanskrit for. Yogic sleep, where it's the space between wakefulness and deep sleep. So it's that mm-hmm. space, that light area right before you're, you're conscious of your body laying there in complete rest and relaxation. And a lot mm-hmm. of people, um, you know, arrive at that space and it's really wonderful. Um, I use yoga nidra a lot with veterans and they just generally just fall flat out, but that's okay because they're tired and they're exhausted. Um, yoga nidra is a great way to use if you're sleep deprived because one, hour of yoga nidra equals three to four hours of regular sleep and it's and and it's been that's been proven in some in studies so okay so where do they find this where do they find this? Well, I, I do yoga nidra. I do it um, via Skype or Zoom. I've, I've done it in classes in the area. I travel around. I work with caregivers and I use yoga nidra and relaxation techniques. Um, you can also find these meditation, uh, guided meditations for sleep and uh, yoga nidra on some apps. Um, I'm actually uh, on the uh, meditation uh, studio app and it's by Gaiyam. So Mm -hmm. Gaim's a a yoga company. And I actually did um, some military, um, as you know, military families meditations there. And I have just uh, recently recorded some sleep meditations. So one of those is a yoga nidra. And that will be out any day now if it's not already on uh, the Gaim Meditation Studio app. And there are other apps that you can download. Um, Again, that that, uh, kind of uh, fosters (laughs) you to say, okay, I want to Use my phone, but maybe not because that has the blue light. But you know, just use the app for <laughs> before you turn well, you the phone can, off. <laughs> you know, it's, but you can also
0: set your your uh, phone Absolutely. to to that blue light setting. So there's two things you can now do on an iPhone. I can't speak to the Android devices. I apologize. Yeah, I can't. Um, either, but you can know. go to the bedtime app that's on everybody's phone now. It's in the latest upgrade. And you can also turn the light to certain hours. So mine goes off at 9.30 and doesn't come back on until 6.30. And so you you can start to minimize that blue light piece. But again, I love these small steps that lead you to say, all right, well, I haven't tried that. And I haven't tried that. But I Mm -hmm. do know that when you are making the effort to try and make any changes whatsoever for better sleep, you're actually being more self-aware again, and you're mm-hmm. thinking about what is healthier for you and actually everybody around you. Because let's face it, when you're rested, you communicate and your relationships are a lot better, too.
1: Oh, when you're rested, your creativity increases, your, your um, memory and cognition are better. Right. I mean, when you're rested, you're, you look better. You look better. So, I mean, I, I'm always going back to the whole beauty sleep issue because you don't, your, your skin is less dry. Your wrinkled skin is, you know, is, is not going to be as wrinkled. You're going to have more pliability. The collagen is, is, is produced more when you get restful sleep. You, you feel better. You, you get more energy put into the activities of your day, and that's going to make you look younger. So that's why they call it beauty sleep.
0: Well, not only that, but if you're rested and you feel good about yourself, you're more apt to smile and you're going to look much, much better if you're happy.
1: If you feel better, you're going to look better.
0: Exactly. I mean, (laughs) the two do go together very, very well. Talk a little bit about naps. Is that a plus or a minus or both?
1: Uh, Yeah. Yes and no. So if you take naps like I used to take them where I'd be sleep for two and a half hours in the middle of a Sunday afternoon, like, yeah, you kind of want to <laughs> avoid that. Um, because what happens is you you will not be able to go to sleep at your regular time that evening. And if you have to get up for work, your sleep is going to be thrown off, perhaps for the rest of the week. Nap should be really no more than like 40 minutes. time, to, mean, tops. Um, One of the studios I work at in DC is called Recharge. We have their power naps and Mm -hmm. people are coming in in droves because they're exhausted. They come in for 25 minutes, they lay down, they take a nap and some people don't go to sleep, but they go, they're almost at this this first stage of of the four stages of sleep, the light sleep. They're Mm -hmm. almost there. And, but so they still got a relaxation they still got a a, a respite from their day and they still feel like I have more energy. And I was like, yes, isn't that better than going to the Starbucks on the corner and getting that caffeine at three o'clock in the morning in the afternoon? Isn't that better than that? So you're not going to get, you know, the Delta sleep or the REM sleep with, with a power nap and that you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to go into that deep sleep where you wake up and feel groggy. You're just supposed to have that light sleep. Maybe... Um, a slowing down of, of your eye movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're supposed to get up and, and be able to go back into your 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 day. That's what a nap is supposed to do. Recharging, refreshing, revitalizing you. That's what a nap is.
0: And I think some people have a greater propensity to be able to do that than others. Is that same level of sleep when you achieve that twitchy stage where, where an arm or leg twitches and you almost wake yourself back up again. Is that that light area where you're talking about? That's the light
1: area and it's the sweet area. So when people are like, oh my God, I was, I thought I was asleep and I saw myself laying down I saw my body there and I was rested and then they just kind of twitched and then they, you know, like, oh, I was, I was almost there and it's a sweet spot and you, you come out of that and you feel really, really good. I mean, that's, that's, that's where, where the real stuff is. That's where the gold is. And a lot of people want that, um, and i when i used to do yoga nidra personally I was having a hard time because I'm type A, as you know, Linda. No,
4: really. <laughs> I, was having,
1: I had a hard time dropping in. And I was like, this isn't working, you know. And <laughs> but, you had, but, you know, you have to give. I was getting angry and all these other people were like, try this, try that. And it wasn't working. But what I know, and this is what I tell people, I just had a workshop this past Saturday, a sleep workshop. And I had somebody who's been dealing with insomnia for years. And then I had somebody who's just dealing with it for a couple months. There's a broad range of that. You have to keep at trying what you want to, you know, what may work for you. So you have to figure that out. I can help you and I can guide you in a way. And I have private clients where I can be more hands on and really specifically look at exactly what they're eating, exactly um, what what exercises are they doing. So I can get more into the levels of, of their sleep deprivation mm-hmm. before a workshop. I'm like, take one thing away. And that could be adding a good um oxygen-based house plant to your bedroom aloe vera is a good plant english right. ivy is a good plant that's another tip <laughs> you know right. golden pothos is a good plant but you want that oxygen generated um you know into so if that's the one tip you can add you can't change your schedule or anything else from work add a house plant into your bedroom near your bed you know
0: do those ion machines work to freshen I- the air
1: I have heard that they kinda do work and I've actually used one at one of the studios I, I work at, Linda. Uh-huh. And they, they kinda seem like they work. I don't I don't have one um in my bedroom, you know, per se. But I, I don't you know, I think that they do. So what about you know, white noise? White noise can be really beneficial like any type of kind of soft soothing like you know how it rains and mm-hmm. you feel the tapping of the rain and you're like oh I'm not tired and then you don't and then you wake up the next morning <laughs> like, it's like because it, especially if it rained all night it's like that nice soft rain so but right. for some people like my husband I, ha- I got this water fountain where you hear this trickling now for me that's fantastic I like to use that for meditation for sleep everything um, but for him it didn't work you know so it, you know these all are good suggestions and but it depends on the person um you know and where and where they are and where they're sympathetic their fight flight or freeze activity is if it's really really high and escalated you know maybe white noise isn't the thing you know for you so
0: but i love what you're saying and i hope everyone's taking that in not everything is going to work for everyone right and you you don't give up just because you don't give hours. up Things didn't work. And you will find what works for you if you keep going. But I I think we will say it again if you have real problems, it's a good idea to get a physical and find out if Mm -hmm. there's a a reason Um, maybe a chemical imbalance, maybe depression, Mm -hmm. maybe other things in your life that you could work on um, before you try some other things. But these steps won't hurt you. Drinking water in the morning, being hydrated at night. Um, The beauty sleep, taking a 40 minute, 30, 40 minute nap, listening to the tones or aromatherapy. Those are all good things Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. and really no.
1: They don't cost that much They 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 don't. You know, if you set up, if you get a houseplant, I mean, that's you can go to your nursery and get that or, you know, maybe you have one at work. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, they, they're really not going to break the bank if you're extra, if you're not, if you don't have an exercise plan, you can start an exercise plan. And if you don't feel like going to the gym, you can start um, just doing some yoga in the morning. Just start off slow. Go to a yoga class, you know, and you're on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it's really simple. Or use some of these apps for meditation. So starting, you know, a meditation practice. And somebody asked me in a workshop, well, how, if you do meditation in the morning, how does that help you, you know, fall asleep at night? I'm like, you want to start having (laughs) morning rituals. right? Okay. For me is drinking, getting hydrated, maybe getting some lemon water. Um, meditating and doing yoga in the morning because it informs the rest of your entire day. So my reaction to stuff at work or in my business is going to be a little bit less ah, fighting, fighting, <laughs> and a lot of less, I'm going to be calm throughout the day. And that matters. That it ma- does I mean, matter. It matters because I'm acting calmer throughout the day. Even if I'm being, someone's being adversarial with me, you know, I'm more self-aware, right? in knowing that maybe this person's having a hard day and so just looking at that just coming from a different perspective okay we are running better- out of
0: sleep so i'm going I'm running out of, running sleep. Out of time. We are running out of time <laughs> so i'm going to tell them where they can find out more about yes. your um free ebook and more about yoga to sleep and that is yoga y o g a to the number to sleep.com And Pam, thank you so much for contributing your expertise and your wisdom today. We are so very glad you've been on Wise Health for Women Radio. We really are helping women thrive with small steps. And if they add them all up, you know, everything has its time and place. And we are so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me, and I will send you the three common questions about sleep—the ebook that Yoga to Sleep has uh, compiled. So, thank you so much, Linda.
0: You're so very welcome. You're listening to Wise Health for Women Radio. We'll be back next week, helping women thrive. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at WiseHealthForWomenRadio.com.